An accident claimed her daughter's lives. Her husband's life hangs in the balance, and Rue feels like she's losing her mind. A brand new psychological thriller from author Eve S. Evans, available for pre-order today. As Rue tries to figure out how to be alone in the family home, strange noises, voices, and shadows reveal themselves to her. More questions bubble to the surface. Are Rue's daughters haunting her? If so, why? And why can't she remember what happened when they went off the bridge into the icy water below? Beneath the Water, a psychological thriller. Available on Amazon June 29, 2022, by author Eve S. Evans. Listeners of Dan's Dabble and Babble, the only thing better than an episode where I sketch out nothing is where I bring in somebody else with no plan or anything. But this guest has been on the pad- podcast before. We have, why is it with this guest, whenever I say podcast, it always, the first time, it always comes out as podcast. This is, do you remember when we were standing on the corner um, at like 5th and Wabash where we were just saying the podcast? I have no idea what era of our lives that would have been. I feel like I had to have been in grad school and I feel like Trey and Oscar were probably there. Do you remember what I'm talking about? We were probably leaving the Verve. (laughs) Yeah, I can't, but it's not, maybe you were like a senior at ISU at that time. That's also very possible. That's probably more probable. Yeah, probable, but maybe. I don't know. But anywho, the guest this week is my cousin, Jamie. and. Hello. Welcome. Thank you so much for doing this. I um, texted her about 45 minutes ago saying, hey, you want to dabble and babble? Because here's the thing. This podcast is going to be released on Sunday, July 3rd, and I am going out of town tomorrow. I will be in Savannah, Georgia. Um, So I had to record a podcast today, but I didn't have a lot of inspiration for a solo podcast, and I had so much fun with 
my interview last week. And I really want to get back to doing more interviews because like, that's been a lot of fun, but on the website that I'm a part of where I get these people for interviews, so many of them are just like the same boring, like I'm passionate about entrepreneurship. And I'm like, I I'm looking for people with interesting stories. So I'm not going to just like book anybody. Um, so know that I'm I'm doing some filtration and some planning for the podcast, um, but I think the the um, reason I reached out to Jamie was because we have a podcast history, she can vibe, um, and there's some specific things that we're going to talk about later. Um, now the update for my podcast audience that it's been like a four week saga that I'm sure nobody is interested in, but I'm giving updates each week is the painting of my dining room. <laughs> and it's finally done. And it Jamie, looks so cute though. Thank it looks you. so cute. Thank I don't you. know if this is like, if this gives me any credibility here, but I am an art teacher. So I can vouch that it does look good together. Well, not like, only are you an art teacher, <laughs> what is your bachelor's degree in? Graphic design. Graphic design. So you've got, you've got the aesthetic. Um, yeah, I, I can do aesthetics. <laughs> so I went for a very bold move. And I just want to say that um, so th- nothing, nothing is what you think it's going to be um and that's especially true when you're talking about anything with a house but also just in general statement (laughs) nothing is what you think it is um so okay so i have this idea that while i'm on summer break which um is ending two days after this airs for me which i'm actually very excited about i'm going freaking nuts like if i had another more than month of summer i would probably explode i just need to like have more structure and schedule and do things and be a productive member of society however i digress um so i had this idea that i was going to paint my dining room um and so then i got my swatches and okay so i like taped up the 10 swatches and would just like walk by and every once in a while like eliminate one of my choices and i ended up going with the front runner that was like when i put the tin up i was like i think that this is going to be what it is and i'm going to uh just throw out there what was the shade name what was like a place you know so yes because it, that 100 played a role in me picking this um it the 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 color i went with was sherwin williams mariner um so fun sounding name right it's so like i you know i'm a sucker i'm such a basic bitch for anything aquatic so i'm like oh my god florida and it's mariner like how fun (laughs) it's just fun and this is this is my thing and i went on a whole rant about this but it's like i am not afraid to do bold things with design like i drive an orange car i have these glasses like i like to be bold and are they tortoiseshell they are tortoiseshell yes okay okay Mm -hmm. i couldn't tell because of the lighting you're in but yeah yeah so I've been thinking about getting one... tortoiseshell glasses. Oh my god! Highly recommend. They go with everything. And I need um, to, uh, yeah, I need to get my eyes checked because it's been like three years <laughs> since I've got. Oh my god! Going checked. to the eye doctor is my favorite thing. 
you are really missing out by it's not, not having been there. It is my yeah, absolute I, yeah. favorite thing. Well, and so you obviously know this, but for a while I thought I wanted to be an eye doctor. I worked for an eye doctor office. Um, yeah. And then I was like, oh, like actually being an eye doctor is kind of boring day to day. So I don't want to do this. Um, but I still love going to the eye doctor mainly because what I really loved about it was the optical shop and like the ladies in the optical shop were my best friends and they would like hype me up and get me to do bold daring things with my glasses um but no like picking out glasses is the most fun thing why don't you like going to the eye doctor's office it's just the same reason why i don't like going to any kind of doctor whatsoever no Um, but that's nonsense like i have like no i have like this thing my mom has it too kind of it's like white coat syndrome it's like you get really really anxious at the doctors and like part of it is like you'll always read high as blood for blood pressure even though your blood pressure isn't actually high okay like anytime i test myself i'm low and my mom too but they actually put mm -hmm. on blood pressure medicine and then she was like almost passing out (laughs) because she really wasn't high okay put a quick pin in that what i'm gonna say first is i feel like the eye doctor is not like like i get what you're saying um but like the eye doctor to me is like not a real doctor like they they definitely are um and (laughs) there's a lot of like medical enough it's just medical i really appreciate like i I think the thing about the eye doctor is the medical part of it is really underappreciated and like most of the time like if you're a healthy person your eyes are fine but like if you're diabetic or whatever like there's a lot of it's really important for you to go to the eye doctor because it's an end organ and like they can see your vessels and all that. So there's like, there's a lot of things that the eye doctor can spot. Um, Like I have a lot of respect for eye doctors, but ultimately what they're really doing is just kind of like guessing at your prescription. (laughs) And like, if you just have a little bit of myopia. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Of course. Which Which is what I have. Like I just, I need glasses to read small text. Like that's it. So I like if I'm driving, to like right. read roadsides because they're too small. But yeah. Right. I need like I need glasses. My prescription's not even bad, but I I feel like I need glasses for everything. Like I just I can't operate without them. So I don't know. Like people who have an actual prescription. My prescription is negative one fifty. Like it's nothing. Um, I don't know. So what like, mine is currently. I don't. Well, no, head. because you haven't been in three years. <laughs> yeah. I just like wear the glass I've been wearing for three years, and then I have another pair that's six years old that I also wear sometimes. Well, it's so not the that far fun off. thing is, oh, so I went through. So okay, um, I recently did this thing for a friend who was running a theater makeup camp, and she needed a guest judge for their like final day. So I was the guest judge i was like okay i want to be like artsy and fun and like get into costumes so if you'll recall in grad school i was an eyeglasses model and i had a pair of glasses that were 100 custom made for me by a designer tom davies um and they i hate them they are because i'm like i'm like i like to be fun and bold but they're like these bright blue glasses that like with very specific outfits they work but for a day-to-day pair they're they're not um but so i'm going through this drawer and i have like eight pairs of glasses and the great thing is my prescription has been so steady i say this my my prescription has been so steady that i can wear any of them i never do i always wear these um but i'm like i have all these options i have the illusion of options when it comes to glasses because my prescription has been so steady which is really fun um but you were talking about the blood pressure thing and i love how that we're now on blood pressure when i'm talking about painting my dining room um but so i so so my brother um apparently like my mom called it white coat syndrome as well. 
And um, I don't know if it really is to be fair. Like I don't know if that's, but that's just like I know that can do that. No, it's one hundred percent a real thing because, like, similar thing with him. Like, I I think he may have been on medication for a while. I don't want to air his medical history here. Um, right. Let's not divulge everyone's medical history, but let's divulge everyone's medical history. Right. Of course. But so um, when I was in grad school, no. It was not when I was in grad school because I was not getting annual checkups in grad school because, hi, healthcare in our nation is incredibly fucked, even if you do have insurance. And I was yeah. on Obamacare um, in grad school. So it was my first year out of grad school when I was a professor. I was like, okay, I should like go get an annual checkup because it's been a while and just like just want to check in, get some blood work done um, and all of that stuff. Make sure you're not dying, right? Make sure I'm not dying. And um, uh, yeah, so she, the doctor, uh, I, I read high and she was like, well, we don't, we don't diagnose someone with high blood pressure until it's, uh, you get two consecutive high readings. Like they're, they're not going to say you have high blood pressure based off of one reading alone. So she was like, just like check in once a month. Um, and uh, do your own readings and see if you're consistently reading high. Of course, I didn't do that. Um, and then I had my physical for the Navy, which is a whole other story of the time I almost became a fighter pilot in the Navy. Um, but when I had that, I was one. So one of the first things they do. So, okay. So um, just a quick story about qualifying as an officer in the Navy is you have like an initial resume review and like an interview that's not really an interview, um, but you have like all of the like background clearances and stuff before they'll even talk to you. And then um, you have, um, I, I forget, it's, it's the Naval Aviation Battery. Um, but there's like four letters that come after that as well. Cause one of them is like the general officer test that you take. And then there's the stuff that's specific to aviation, which is actually a lot of fun. So like the officer test is like, whatever it's, it's like a lot of physics, some chemistry, um, like math, logic, um, and whatever. Like if you've got a technical degree, it's nothing. Like I've never prepared for that test. Um, I just walked in and took it. And then the aviation part of the test you can't really prepare for it, except there is a part that you can that my recruiter, long story short, told me there was nothing I had to study for, but then it was like asking me about different types of aircraft. So I was like, well, fuck this. Like, I guess I am not going to pass because it's like very technical names um, and stuff that like, if I would have just like read through an aviation book, I would have been able to, to get, like, it wasn't like that detailed. It was pretty cursory knowledge. Um, but anyway, so then the final part of it is like basically like a video game. And it's and so it's actually kind of fun. So I so I passed that. And so like everything's looking good. Everything's looking good. And the, the last thing you have to do is clear medical and you get like knocked out for the smallest reasons in medical. So I was that was the part I was most stressed about. And one of the first things they do is take your blood pressure. And I was one point away, one point away from having high blood pressure on the day of my Navy physical. Um, turns out the thing that knocked me out from pilot, I was offered, um, it's called Naval Flight Officer, which is co-pilot. Um, if you've mm -hmm. seen Top Gun, the guy that sits in back, the goose. Um, but it was my depth perception. I was one point off in my depth perception. And so that's why, oh. I, don't, that's why I don't fly planes for the Navy. Um, 
Anywho, so that that's my blood pressure story. But then ever since, so I like when I had that doctor's appointment, I stopped salting my food. Like I was really watching my sodium and all of that. But then like a number of things happened is one, I like started going to the gym a lot to work out for the Navy. Um, and then two, uh, so I lost weight for that. And then two, I was no longer a grad student and could like actually afford to live and wasn't constantly stressed out about both grad school and money. Um, so then ever since then, my blood pressure has been perfectly healthy. So I don't know. It's just like it, it, the, it's so finicky that, that reading, um, but that <laughs> anyway, so painting, the death's headband right? was almost a pilot in the Navy. Yes. Painting your <laughs> dining room. Yes. So I picked my color, but then you have to pick the type of paint. And if you go on to SherwinWilliams.com, because I was like, I was just going to order direct from Sherwin-Williams, pick up at the store, whatever. If you go on to SherwinWilliams.com, there's like nine pages of different types of paint. So then it's like, okay, like there's the help me select. And so then um, they have like an emerald brand that's like over $90 a gallon. I'm like, that seems expensive. But then they have something called cashmere, which is $60 a gallon, which I was like, okay, that's like. The I was, term cashmere though makes me think like emerald shiny and then cashmere is like a matte. Well, know? no, 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 no. Because you have the paint brands, but then you also have to pick the finish. So you can pick a matte finish. You can pick a high luster finish, a low luster finish. Like there's a bunch of different uh -huh. types of finishes. So I had to go to like all of these YouTube videos. Um, and all of these people are like, oh my God, I paint all of my houses with cashmere paint. It's like the best. Um, and the only thing they were like, if you have um, small kids, they have something like called Duralast or something. That's not right. Uh, no, Dura duration. Last, duration. Is, Duralast is something though. Duralast is definitely a product. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, is it like, I think it's like for when like you finish outside stuff. Like your deck or whatever. I think you use like a Duralast on your deck. That's that's that could be. That sounds like a very Someone plausible thing. Someone will tell us when they listen or whatever. Someone will be like, "You guys are idiots." Like, um, I am an idiot. You're right. <laughs> so they have um, duration, um, which is um, if you have grubby, if you have kids with grubby fingers. If you have like kids, it, like it, it's it's yeah. easier to clean. So they're like the one thing if it's like a high traffic area or if you like wipe your walls a lot and i'm like am i supposed to be wiping my walls like i don't like the corners and like the top in case it gets dusty but, but like that's dusting like i dust yeah. like oh yeah i'll do those i'll do that now you're thing, like, I'm not, like making me question my whole life am I, I know supposed i'm like to be like taking do, a wipe to my walls do i know how to keep a home well no i don't think you are because like apparently cashmere like it doesn't wipe very well or something but it goes on like a dream <laughs> Um, okay. but okay. So, and I need to remember this the next time I paint anything, which will probably be the room that I'm sitting in now, um, because it's like the, it'll be the easiest room to paint next. Is and it's a room that's like a bedroom, but it's not legally a bedroom because it doesn't have a closet. Um, uh, it doesn't have a window and it doesn't have a closet and it doesn't have a, an actual door that closes. So it's, it's a, it's my bonus room. Yes. Um, yeah, okay. like, yes, if I had two children, one would be in the guest bedroom. One would probably be set up in here and it, it would work. Um, Even though it's not legally a bedroom, but it's like, who cares really? Like, what are you going to do? Do call the cops? <laughs> Can you yes, imagine that was actually a thing? If that was actually like a thing, like that's not a legal bedroom. I'm calling the police. 
I mean, I, I it's I, I'm pretty sure that only matters for like listing it uh, with yeah. your realtor. But that is would be hilarious to have like the cops knocking on your door, like here, just random bedroom check. Um, right. Yeah, but, I think it only does apply when you're like listing a house and for other things when it comes to like how many bedrooms does this house have? Um, right. Which like it's realtors are fucking shady and the seller's realtor here who I'd never met tried some real shady shit like telling me that the um well telling telling me that the appliances were new they were not they I got a credit for that so um oh I remember that that was fine but also trying to tell me that the air conditioner was new and it's like no like it's very clearly the original air conditioner and I'm like that's not going to affect the sale of the house at the price that I got it for but like don't lie um speaking of that like because the air conditioner is original to the house i'm like always freaked out that like one day it's going to kerplode because one day it's going to kerplode and i'll deal that when it comes but i was terrified the other day i heard um a terrible noise that sounded like an air conditioner and i went back to my lanai um and it was the unit next to my um air conditioner that was making the bad noises so i was like you go old trusty dusty keep on pumping out when was your uh, place built like how old is the 2005 okay so yeah it's like kind of old for it uh, it's pretty old for an ac unit but it's it probably old. has a few um, more years before you have to do anything i'm hoping to get at least one year which like if i can get through this summer then i'll be good um but last year i had to have a technician come out because uh long story turns out there was like a pipe leaking but my neighbor thought it was my air conditioner but so they like checked and he was like no like all of your numbers are great like it's running beautifully but i think it's one of those things that like it runs beautifully until it just doesn't like there's not a lot of signs leaning up to it um yeah but anyway for now it's it's working it's like my old cat who was like totally fine until literally like two days before she died and she like literally just stopped existing like (laughs) poor daisy poor daisy um anyway but yeah, so uh, what I need to remember when I paint, though, is like when the first coat's going on, it's not going to look great because one, it looks different when it's wet. And also you s- are still like seeing the old paint shine through because I was like, I'm painting it and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And like the edge work is annoying. But anyway, long story short, um, it's a very bold color. It really brightens up the space. I still am like shocked when I turn the corner and see it because um, it just makes such a big difference. Like. And I talked about this in a previous episode, like the whole idea of everything has to be a neutral color when you're selling the house. Um, so, but that just like gives the house no character and makes it really boring. So I'm fine. I'm glad that I finally. Well, it's um, because they want the seller, the seller, the buyer to be able to like kind of imagine it as theirs and the best way to do that is a neutral thing. So it's like, yeah, I get it. And also, I know this, yeah. I know the psychology is probably right, but it's also like, it's also just paint. So like, I, I, I don't know the entire thing um annoyed. but it is nice that like i finally so i closed on my house two years ago today um so like to finally put that stamp on it and like it just completely revamps the um first floor so that's a lot of fun and it looks so cute it does it just like it makes all of the colors in that room pop so much more and it's just i don't know it gives it so much more personality but it is very bold it's a very bold color that's not going to be for everybody I um, do have a weird painted room story. Uh-huh. Uh, 
so everyone's so excited to hear about watching paint dry. But um, so the bathroom where I work, right? This um, staff bathrooms or whatever, they someone in their infinite wisdom, whoever, whoever, whenever, painted the wallpaper in there. And every time I go, it bothers me because the wallpaper now, because there's a thick layer of paint over it, is starting to peel because of the weight. And it's like the corner, and it's like, who painted wallpaper? Why would you do this? Why would I have you be never that heard of lazy? this. I have I, heard of that. That's a thing. I've not heard of that as a thing. It's 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 ill advised, but I have heard of people doing that. Why would you do this? Why I would you paint? wallpaper i don't know it's already that's, on the walls well and that was like i had these like horrible visions of me walking downstairs the next day and the paint just like peeling off or something but it's like i don't know i was just like i'm like i this was too easy something but actually it wasn't easy like my roller about halfway through the second coat my roller like broke like the handle broke so it wasn't like it wasn't locked into place. It was just, just really annoying. And you're just in like these awkward positions, um, like crawling around. And like the, the thing is, is like, there's a little cubby where I've got, um, is where I've got my wet bar basically. Um, but so like that just adds more corners and just made it. So it was really annoying to paint. Um, but it, I feel like it turned out really well. Um, and I'm super excited that that saga is over. I did a home improvement project. Yay! <laughs> we almost clap now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, aside from all that, like, are you, like, you said you're, like, just done with summer as a thing already? Done with summer? Like, like, you're just like, I need to have stuff I'm doing instead of just nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I don't know. I just, my anxiety goes crazy when I don't have like things to actually do. I just, I, I don't know. I, I get in my head and I like, it's been a good amount of time and I've enjoyed the time off. And I, like, I don't want to sound like a dick to people who work 12 months out of the year that are probably thinking like right. that's, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, you're a teacher. How do you feel with your summer? I am very much enjoying it still. I am planning on still enjoying it next month. I like, I'm, I'm not like against going back and whatever, right? Cause like I like my job. Uh, but boy, after the last, like the last month of, last school, of the last school year was crazy for me. So I'm just like, ah, so nice. Yeah. Still very much like that. I'm also planning on going to uh, this theme park that's nearby like next month. So I'm like, yeah yeah well and that's the thing is like um after this trip um uh, one i've been like that's another that's a different kind of stress that i i've been traveling so much lately and like i've enjoyed it so much but it's just brag like, brag brag it's it's just like yeah no i know i know um but i'm just I don't know. I'm, I'm guys. Can you imagine how stressful it is for me to just like be traveling all the time? Cause I'm one of the few people who can afford to just travel all the time. And I have summers off. You cannot imagine the amount of stress I am under. Dan yes, <laughs> I am a piece of shit. I believe that has been established 
many times in our podcast history. I am a grade A piece of shit. Um, at least you're aware. At least you're aware of it. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm doing <laughs> things to correct it. Like that was one of the big selling points of my new job is like, you mean I won't have summer vacation, which sounds crazy, but it's also like, I'll still have spring break and like time off at Christmas and stuff. And like those breaks are like the perfect length. They're rejuvenating. You get back in, you, you come in swinging and uh I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it would, it might be different too if I were like closer to, I don't even want to say that because like all of my friends are like people from work that also have summer time. So, 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 so I don't know what I'm saying, uh, but I am a big old piece of shit. Um, have you have you talked about what your new your new thing is on the on your pilot yet, or I mean, if you don't want to disclose that, I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm okay. going, which is like, it's so. So I just did a podcast. I was a guest on someone else's podcast where I was talking about this, and so it, it, the it, gist of that podcast was basically just like people telling about their career trajectory. And obviously, my career trajectory has been. I always describe it as a random walk. It is very much. Um, not a straight path from getting a master's degree in chemistry to being a um, college counselor. Um, but it's like, you remember how I was all throughout high school and how obsessed I was with the college process? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I just need somebody yeah. who knew me very You've been well. You've like already time. thinking of it like your freshman year of, of high school. And I was in eighth grade and you were like, tell me this shit. And I'm like, Boy, I'm not even, my brain hasn't even started to process that as a thing. Um, then again, like when I was like 13, I didn't think I would be alive at 20. So like in all fairness. <laughs> right. Right. But I, on the other hand, was like, that was one of my favorite hobbies was just like researching colleges and doing all that. So the fact that this is my job now to be involved with that and um, work with students who um are all over the map. Like, of course, you've got the students who are hyper motivated and like want to be doing what they can do to get into an Ivy versus the students who are like, what? I have to send a transcript? Like, you know, the, like the, the full gamut of it. But it, I don't know. It's just really cool to me that I have somehow turned that into a career from studying chemistry to moving to Florida and just doing random things. Um, Honestly, every day that you're not just, you're not just reached your final form of beach bum is amazing to me. Like it's right there. Like you just, it's right there. Yeah. The thing is, is life is incredibly expensive. So that's not going to happen for a while. Yeah. I guess I could be the guy that like sells umbrellas on the beach. What do you think that guy does? Like other than selling umbrellas on the beach? Like does he like, you know what I mean? Do you ever think about that? Like what, like how? Smokes a lot of weed at um, Saltwater Hippie. Oh, I guess that also would probably answer some <laughs> questions. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a very uh, com complicated life, uh, but in some ways it's probably more complicated. I don't know. We've all got our stuff. Yeah, I think probably most people have a similar level of complications in their life as other people. It's just different, very different complications, you know, um, like, um, I don't know. But uh, other than, I don't know, pets. Pets don't have a complicated life at all. No, especially my cat. Yeah, I said this as looking over at my dog who's asleep beside me. Just like, 
who followed me in here because I moved into another room and he has to be in whatever room I'm in. Your dog has to love the fact that you're on summer vacation. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. He's so happy. He's so happy. He's, like, almost never alone now. The only time he's really alone is, like, when I, like, do a thing, like, go to the water park, and I can't take him because he's not a service animal. And he looks at me so sad because he's like, why can't I be a service animal? Because I tell him, you can't go with me because you're not a service animal. Um, Because I'm the type of person who has a full-blown conversation with their dog to explain why they can't go places. Because why not? I, sometimes you got to have those conversations. Um, the other big news that happened in our cousinship today, and part of the reason I wanted to have you on so we could discuss this, is um, you own a Nintendo Switch. Yes, I do own a Nintendo Switch. I own a Nintendo Switch. Yes, you do own a Nintendo Switch. You're obsessed with Harry Potter. Yes, I am obsessed with Harry Potter. I'm obsessed with Harry Potter. Yes, you are obsessed with Harry Potter. And there's a Harry Potter game that we thought were was not going to be on the Nintendo Switch, but now it is going to be on the Nintendo Switch. And that game is Hogwarts Legacy, where you get to make your own Hogwarts student and do all kinds of fun wizard stuff, like be sorted into a Hogwarts house and all of that. And I'm just like foaming at the mouth. I'm so excited. I am very excited too. Now, before anyone has any thought in their head about, oh, it's going to suck graphically. I played the Outer Worlds on my Nintendo Switch fully and entirely. And like, yes, graphically, it's not the same, but it's the same game. And you know what? I played it on my PC because I also have um, Game Pass and it came out Game Pass after I had uh, already played on my Switch. And I thought, oh, I'll see how much better it is here because everyone kept telling me that and I played it. And you know what? It's the same game. It's just graphically upscaled, basically, on PC. Like, it's not enough to, like, hinder my playing. Well, and and, and that's exactly my perspective I have, too. And it's, like, that's a very common thing about the Switch is any game that comes out, people just shit on the graphics. And it's, like, it's a Nintendo. It's not, like, if, if that is important to you, you've got the wrong system. But right, right, I'm like, right. I'm like, it could be PS2 graphics if it's the gameplay that we're getting. Like, I, I, that's not gonna, that's not gonna impact me, especially when we're talking about being able to play it versus not being able to play it. Because I was really like, I'm gonna have to buy a PS5 to play this game because I know I'm gonna have major FOMO. The Spider-Man games were almost enough to get me there, um, but right. I was like, you know, I'm going to regret that decision for the Spider-Man games alone, but Spider-Man plus Harry Potter, I would have been buying a PS5 and regretting it at right. some point, but not regretting it for the Hogwarts game. But we get, we get to go to Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, like I was thinking about getting a, the whatever the newest Xbox is. Also, like I said, I have Game Pass, so it's like that gives me a little bit more like functionality that way Yeah. Um, with the Game Pass or whatever. Uh, but then it was like, actually, this game you wanted and was the only reason you're going to get a, an actual current-gen console uh, is coming to Switch. And I was like, thank you. Never mind. I'm I good. <laughs> Very good news. Um, I will say, like, you also game a lot more than I do. So, like, it would be, you probably would not I would it. use it a yeah. lot. I would... Uh, me and then like uh my partner or whatever like we would use it a lot more uh than i think you would so i mean it like probably wouldn't be really a waste yeah you wouldn't have the same remorse that i would like after it the, the shininess of hogwarts wears off but right 
Anywho, well, thank you so much for chatting about paint and blood pressure and the eye doctor and Nintendo Switch with me. Um, if people want more Jamie, where can they find more Jamie? My Twitter, it is at Jamie93. That is J A M I E 93. Beautiful. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Babbling Dan. You can follow me on Instagram at Daniel Burkett rate the podcast five stars give us a subscribe tell your friends there's about also us. something else we should probably mention is uh old time game rentals yes old time game rentals is a new podcast that my cousin will now explain yeah it's a podcast with Emizian and then uh one of one of dan's dance brothers dennis um where each week we talk about a different old retro game uh, retro here being advised, I think they came out before like what 2005 ish, I think. Um, and Somewhere if you think that 2000, if you think that 2005 is not retro, please look at the calendar, it is 2022. <laughs> um, so yeah, it is. Sorry, we're old now. Um, but yeah, you can find it on, I believe, Spotify, it's also on Apple Podcasts, I'm sure it'll be on Google Podcasts pretty soon. Uh, be at old time spelled with a Y T Y M E game rentals. That is what that paired cash card. Beautiful, beautifully stated. Um, so you can find more of Jamie on there each week as well. Jamie, yep. any parting thoughts? Um, beware of emus. Always good advice. Thanks, Jamie.